As a fifth generation Saratogian, I'm proud to be running for the Commissioner of Public Safety. I spent the majority of my life here in Saratoga and I have a long-standing commitment to serving the community from my high school days when I suggested that public comment be added to city council meetings, to recently serving on the police reform task force and currently serving as the inaugural chair of the civilian review board. I also work on the community development block grant committee to distribute funds throughout community nonprofits. Our police and fire departments work tirelessly to keep our community safe and healthy. However, I understand that public safety is not only the police and fire departments. Public safety is about supporting the community. When we build a strong community, we have a safe community. Safe community means prioritizing pedestrian safety by connecting our neighborhood with more sidewalks and bike lanes. As commissioner of public safety, I would work to implement the 50 point reinvention plan. The 50 point plan was the work of community members with significant input from the public. Thank you, Kristen. Jim, your opening statement. Thank you. Good evening. I'm Jim Montagnino and I'm the commissioner of public safety in Saratoga Springs. When I ran for office two years ago, I made you a number of promises. I'm happy to report that our administration has delivered on those promises. First, I promised to report on the circumstances surrounding the death of Darrell Mount. In my second month in office, I presented a 37-page report that detailed with factual and legal specificity the events of the night of August 31st, 2013. The report showed that our police officers acted entirely appropriately in responding to a domestic violence incident they had witnessed and that Mr. Mount sustained his injuries when he fell from scaffolding while attempting to avoid apprehension. Second, I promised a civilian review board. In my fourth month in office, I presented to the city council a draft ordinance that I had written, which created the CRB and outlined the scope of its powers and authority. That CRB is now fully functional, though I'm pleased to report they currently have no complaints to investigate at present. Finally, and perhaps saving the best till last, our administration has taken the third fire station from groundbreaking through completion. We're in the final steps of equipping the station with office furniture, kitchen equipment, and various other final touches in anticipation of opening by November 1st. We've gotten a lot done in the, in the last two years, and there's still a lot more to do. We humbly offer our services to the voters should they choose to elect us for another term. Thank you. Tim, it's your turn. My name is Tim Cole. I'm 58 years old. I am married uh, and uh, we have two adult children that we're very, very proud of. You know, in the 19, 1980s in the United States of America, there was a savings and loan crisis. And at the time I was recently graduated from, from college. I had a finance degree uh, and I was working for a large international bank. And at that time, the FBI was trying to find new agents who had banking experience. So I became an FBI agent. And I did that for uh, 30 years. I worked uh, drug investigations, money laundering investigations, organized crime, white collar crime, including corporate fraud, public corruption, and terrorism. Uh, I had the opportunity to lead the terrorism task force here in Albany. If I'm fortunate enough to be elected here in Saratoga Springs, I will use my experience and skill set to keep all Saratogians safe. All right, this question is going to go to you, Tim, first. The death of Daryl Mount and the controversy about what happened and the police investigation has created an ongoing rift in the community. How do you plan to address it? Well, 
the, the Daryl Mounts situation has been ongoing in this city for, for 10 years. There's currently a, a civil trial going on in our county uh, where we get to observe the facts and we get to learn about the facts. So hopefully once that civil case is over, we will have some, some closure. But, but let me be clear, there's been no facts in 10 years that I've been made aware of that indicate the Saratoga Springs Police, Police Department beat or killed Daryl Mounts. During this last civil trial, you know, I went to the opening statements made by the plaintiff's attorney. And again, there are no facts presented that I see that indicate that the Saratoga Springs Police Department beat or killed Daryl Mounts. Now, in fairness, we need to be patient and we need to wait to the conclusion of that case before we make any, any final decision. Okay, thank you, Tim. Christian? I believe that the Daryl Mount case has brought a spotlight to um, policing in our community. And quite frankly, it is a response to policing across our, our country. And that is why I am committed to implementing the 50 point plan. I sat on the police reform task force that came out of an executive order, order from the governor at the time. And it is important that the police and the community have a strong relationship with each other. And that means having direct conversations and coming up with policy solutions that meet the need of our community in this moment. We will see the result of the trial and no matter what that outcome is, the city is going to have to move forward. And I'm hoping that we can do so in a positive and productive manner where we bring changes that may be needed in our community, both for community member sakes and for the police department's sake to have a positive relationship moving forward. Okay, thank you very much, Kristen. Uh, Jim. I spent a lot of time reading over thousands of pages of deposition transcripts, police reports, uh, looking at the photographs of the crime scene uh, uh, and so on. And I'm convinced, and I put this into my 37-page report, there was no police misconduct there. Uh, what's very unfortunate is that there has been a small but very vocal group of people who have accused our police department of murder. They've accused the department of, uh, of an execution. There's no evidence for that, and the trial will show that. Uh, what we did learn, though, from the Darrell Mount case was the reaction of the hierarchy in the department at the time was too slow, and the release of information was too slow. There was supposed to have been an internal investigation that didn't occur. We've learned the lessons from that case. Uh, specifically, November 20th of last year, we had the uh, shooting on Broadway, and we responded in a very different fashion. Uh, we took a lot of criticism, but I'm convinced that we did the right thing by releasing a minute or two of the body camera footage and the poll camera footage to show that this was an isolated incident between uh, two individuals who were intoxicated. Uh, this was not an incident of uh, gang violence or a racially motivated incident as social media had begun to discuss earlier. So it's openness that makes the difference. Okay. Well, thank you. This question is going to go to you first, um, Jim. Which aspects of the Civilian Review Board do you support? What would you keep or modify? And how does restorative justice fit in? That, that's a really great question because in terms of things that I would change about the Civilian Review Board, I don't think I'd change any simply because the ordinance that created the Review Board was written uh, verbatim by myself. 
uh, not that I'm patting myself on the back for it, but I'm saying that that uh, I took the suggestions, the recommendations of the police reform task force and turned that into real legislation. Uh, if you read the ordinance carefully, you'll see that it not only has procedural aspects to it, uh, it outlines the scope of the authority of the CRB, the administrative subpoena power of the CRB, and it also carefully tracks the language of the city charter, which uh, empowers the commissioner of public safety to be the final authority for police discipline. Uh, and that ordinance relevant to the CRB uh, specifically outlines the, the uh, responsibilities as well as the authority of the commissioner when it comes to dealing with uh, the results of a CRB report and recommendation. Okay, thank you very much, Jim. Um, Tim? The CRB has been created. Uh, it's not operational yet because it has it has no cases. Uh, and I know it's been it's been modeled after other CRBs and cities throughout the country. Sometimes they're referred to as civilian complaint review boards or CCRB is what they have down in in, in New York City. And you know, and I'm an advocate for the CRBs. It provides uh, a checks and balances, you know, for, for the police department. Okay, um, thank you. Uh, Kristen, I think you probably have something to say about this. So I actually served on the subcommittee um, on the police reform task force that helped create the recommendation for CRB um, and the ordinance that the current commissioner um, proposed and passed is largely based on the work that those community members did to create um, our CRB. And we were very intentional about that work, including um, a restorative justice piece that um, includes mediation as one of the early steps when a complaint is received. 